say, don't touch that again or I'm going to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> for who? That's not for us. <laughs> starting we should jam sometime the isolation tapes hell yeah caleb craig mark swan what's up buddy nothing man how's it going oh you know you can't see but i'm just sipping a summer's bee while we're doing this nice nice i got i have a coffee and a canadian going so (laughs) i have i have water in a very ominous uh red solo cup because i've been for for continuity for continuity oh i thought yeah. It's not a mystery drink. It's a no. I was doing. I I used like a regular glass in the first two episodes, and then I was just yeah. like watching myself drain Ryan Cokes like crazy, and I was just like, <laughs> maybe if I just if I just have like the the solid cup, people won't be like, holy shit, that guy's just plowing out his drinks. Keep uh, it more anonymous. But yeah, but then today I was just like, it, like I've been drinking them, and then I'll get like I'll want to burp like mid podcast, and I'm like, I should just fill it with water. No one's gonna know. And then of course the first thing everyone mentions is what they're drinking in their cup. I'm like, fuck. Perfect. Yeah. So n- <laughs> now you I'm could lie. Exposed. I I can't I can't prove. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm drinking saying. Ryan Coke actually. Lied. Cheers, everybody. I was gonna say Cheers. I'm a little disappointed, honestly, knowing that it's water. All right. Well, I can pour one. I bought. <laughs> I bought I bought beers just so I could drink with you. Ooh. At on during this. I owe you, you a know. lot of whiskey. I owe you. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you like, do. You actually normally I would say, nah, it's cool, but no, you definitely do. Yeah. What was you that? You know who else? Um, not Yeah, go ahead. What was that that liquor that you had, that, that Julia liquor that you had? That was like Oh, so it's called stuff. Julia. It's called Julia Grappa. And it's from Italy when she went. And uh, I don't, I couldn't figure out what it is. Like she was saying, it's a wine, but then when you Google it, it's like not really a wine. So I don't, I don't know. But it was, it was, it's harsh. Oh, dude, yeah, you could power, a, you could power a fucking flamethrower with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it's it's Holy. brutal. But uh, and it's funny because she doesn't drink at all, so she doesn't even know what it's. She only knows like from the looks on our faces when we when we were drinking. Right? Yeah. She's now. like, "Is it good?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah." I think I had I was like the seventh one to go when we were passing around the circle, and like I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be bad because I'm watching everybody." And I had one like the first shot, and I was like, "It's actually not that bad." And then I had a second shot, and I was like, "Oh no, for sure, that's uh." My insides are never going to be the same. Yeah, this is tough. That. This is tough. <laughs> it's not. I don't, I don't recommend. Mark, have you, uh, have you braved the beer store or LCBO recently? I did LCBO twice. How was that? You been? It was fine. Like it wasn't. Like it was obviously weird, just because like the lines and everything. Like only a certain amount of people in the store, but it wasn't like chaos or anything. So. Right. I heard it was like definitely before they started like regulating like the hours and everything. Uh, a buddy of mine, he works at one of the South End stores, and like you said, it was just absolute like nightmare. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like the lines and everything too. But I mean, like, lines, I was, like yeah, I haven't been in one yet. Like in in a couple weeks, I've been like going to my parents' place, and I'll just lift bottles out of their liquor cabinet. I'm like, you don't need this. Perfect. I'm taking this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like I was just curious if they were like like barren shelves like the grocery stores uh it was slim pickings for a bit but i think it depends on i think they get their shipments on like tuesday or something like same with like grocery stores so right there's like peaks and valleys yeah for sure. not empty for long yeah. yeah well um yeah so you uh you are putting out an, an album 
in a couple yeah, days, he, but it will it will have been out by the time this is this is out. So yeah, on April tenth, stream it now. Um, yeah, it's an EP that, um, admittedly, during all this stuff, like I've been the most productive I've been in probably months. To be right. honest with you, right. <laughs> and I was joke I was joking with a buddy of mine, Josh, who we know. Um, I was just saying it just all it took was for me not to play gigs to like wake up at like nine in the morning and like have a normal schedule and like get a lot of stuff done. So right. it's been a weird time for me, but very productive, surprisingly. Nice. Nice. I was saying like the past couple of podcasts and like, I mean, when people say like, oh, so what have you been up to? Like when mm-hmm. I was actually at home, because I've been back to work for um, a week and a half now. Yeah. Um, but when I, when I had nothing to do, when I had no routine, I was just so uninspired. I'd be doing nothing like all day. And, uh, and I mean, I've heard of a few people that, you know, they've managed to make the best of it and they've, they've managed to be productive, but I'm just so not, not that creature. Yeah. I think at least for me, like I do a lot of work with other acts. So when I have time off, that's always like, Oh, I'm going to like make some stuff on my own. And so that was kind of like, I've been working on a full length album for about two years now, but that just like, it comes and goes sort of stuff. Right. And so when I had this break, I was like, Oh, let's just like write some demos because I write a lot of demos for anything. It could be Hiroshima Hearts tunes. It could be like other bands that I play with just right. ideas. And um, at least for me, like I wrote like at least six or seven like really good things that I enjoyed and I thought they like thematically kind of worked together. So right. uh, what I did was kind of wrote, recorded and mixed and did all this stuff in like the course of Maybe three weeks now was when I first started working on it. Wow. Because wow. I had a, I had a bunch of stuff get canceled, like, right at the beginning of March. So then I was like, oh, cool. I got a lot of, like, free time. Yeah. And for then sure. kind of just kicked in. Like, I blasted through most of this, like, the tracking in, like, a week. That's so crazy. Luckily, luckily, I've got, like, yeah. a small home studio. And it's these aren't, like, crazy complex tunes or anything either. So it was just. Right. Right. Right, well, right I always the baseline. see on, right, yeah. on your Instagram Sorry. stories, you're always you're always pumping out demos. I mean, like even before, like well before this happened. Yeah, see, I used, and it's always different stuff too. Like you'll be working on like an electronic thing one hour, and yeah. then like a couple hours later, you got like trumpets going. It's like what the hell? It's just I don't know. At least for me, it's it's fun to just like dick around for music. That's always been my favorite part. It's just to like mess around, make some cool sounds, and whatever it is, it is. And right. um, at least that's. That's sort of been my process. I used to demo something every single day. That was wow. like, that was just the rule. Like it could be like just a guitar riff and that's it. It doesn't have to be like a fully right. fleshed out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But at least yeah. like with technology and like luckily I have a setup I can make noise. Like I can play drums. I can screw around on a trumpet even though I'm horrendous at it. Um, <laughs> and like just sort of make make some noise. At least for me, like music's a full-time job for me. So um, I just try to keep at it all the time. <laughs> nice, that's great. That's great. Um, and you've got you've got Josh and uh, sorry, who else? Who else was guessing on there? Oh, the basis uh, for Bodhi Jar. Yeah, uh, Tony. Yeah, R.I.P. Tony. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Anthony. Yeah, Bodhi Jar, not Tony. Yeah. <laughs> there was supposed to be a couple other people, but just with logistics, because I was gonna like go record them and stuff, but then. Obviously, I wanted people to be safer than sorry, so I didn't right. want to put them in that kind of position. So there were supposed to be about five or six more people, but just, again, with logistics and stuff, um, kind of fell through. So I had to do a little bit more on my end of 
hacking together guitar solos that I actually play. So nice. Um, <laughs> just little things like that. So it wasn't didn't go as planned, but at the same time, I'm happy with it in the end. So that's great. That's great. Hell yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you've got here, got Hiroshima Hearts uh, music on the way. Right? Yeah, in, we in uh, we uh, we finished a song with Siegfried at a uh, Beach Road uh, back in January. Nice. Um, oh, nice. Coincidentally, that was also a tune that I wrote, so that was kind of cool. Um, Hell yeah, that's the cowbell tune. Yeah, it's the work tape was just <laughs> called Punk Rock Cowbell, and hell yeah, we honestly haven't even decided on a name of it as of yet. So. It might be called that. It might not be, but it's the first thing you hear in the tune is me. <laughs> you gotta love working titles. What's like one of the yeah. What's yeah. like one of the most fun working titles that you've had for a song? Uh, I always when I send people stuff, they're like very literal, of like, oh, it's because I'm again. I used to demo a lot of stuff, so right. I would always forget what it was. So it would be like, oh, this sounds like a Aerosmith riff with a slap bass line in B. Right, one fifty-five BPM. <laughs> and so those so, were just like so the, I'd, I'd check my hurt. email and it'd be like one fifty-five yeah. Aerosmith B. <laughs> yeah, and there's, at least to me, like it's helpful, but at the same time, like I don't write lyrics. That's not my thing. So, um, coming up with like creative and like interesting titles for things are usually difficult, or I usually just steal like phrases from things. I used to keep a word document. Or like a Google Keep document on my phone, of just like stupid phrases I've heard, or it's like, oh, that's a sick band name. I'm gonna write that down. Nice. Yeah. So we uh we were getting to a point uh, in Lost Arts where we we were starting to write a lot, and anytime mm-hmm. we'd like just voice note something at the end of a a thing, I'd be like, uh, yo, Nick, so what's this one called? And he would just spit out like something stupid. <laughs> and uh, there was like one point where we where we named the we named the song, and then we. I wrote the lyrics and everything, and I was like, I still can't think of a better name for this song. So we just kept Sick. calling it what the working title was, and then, yeah. and then Hayden <laughs> was starting to get mad because he was like, we'd come up with new working titles, and he was like, no, we have to stop doing this because then these stupid names are just going to be like the names of our songs now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> He's like, you have to actually name the songs. We can't just keep doing this. Can't, can't get stuck but, with it. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. You guys had a song so called like, Candy now. Apple Blue or something, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, and like guinea pig mafia and stuff like that. Just don't, like I would literally just be like, Nick, what's this one called? And he would just say something like that, and I'd be like, All right, cool. And then I we'd name it and move on. <laughs> and then, well, then we had all these songs, and we were getting ready to demo, and we'd be like, All right, let's play Candy Apple Blue. And Hayden would be like, What the fuck is that? Like, what song is that? <laughs> yeah, for real. And we'd be like, Come on, man, you got to know the names of the songs. Yeah. You don't hear Come candy on. apples when I play this riff. Are you yeah. serious? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So is that is exactly. that usually how you guys start songs? Is more like instrumental and then write lyrics to that, or? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that's definitely the way. It's um, I yeah. mean, actually, a lot of the better ones lately have just been like jams. But I mean, okay. I don't like. I'm just I'm just there with a microphone, so I might like mm-hmm. sing some nonsense over it. But I uh, what I started, what I realized like early on is what I would do is I would hit go on like the voice memo, and then yeah. I would be singing nonsense over them, kind of playing through the song. Yeah. And then I try to listen back later, and then I like couldn't come up with any better vocal melodies because my like dumb ass would just be in there, like <laughs> humming nonsense. <laughs> so now I just like I hit record and then like kind of leave the room so I don't do that, and then I can actually like work with the recording later. For sure. But yeah, it's definitely a better way 
for us. That's to a work, real thing. I, think, is, I know is tons of people that yeah, like you, you hum out the syllables and get like a hook going, and then that mm-hmm. that's like the foundation, like with the hearts. Especially, Unless that's there's how... something that I like, am like, oh, I think that's the melody. Then I'll do yeah. it. But if it's if I don't have anything, I'm I just let it be, and I'll, I'll do it later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'll come up with it in my head if I don't have it right away. And, like, yeah, it's the songwriter's growl or whatever. You'll wind up, like, if you hear, if you have a melody in your head, you'll start going, like, uh, like just, like, not even words. Or you'll start yeah. saying words <laughs> and, like, you can't even recall what you said because it's just complete nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sick. I was That's always awesome. that same way. Life of a singer. <laughs> True. <laughs> I've been thinking. I I thought about during this break of like, oh, I should like practice on singing because I don't. I'm not like confident at all in my singing, but I'll do a lot of like harmonies for like groups that like someone has to do it. But I don't know. That's I've always wanted to like work on my singing and like get a lot better at that stuff. Oh, for sure, man. Like I, I, I was too. literally a, a shower a shower singer, hundred percent. Nice. It was like <laughs> like I would listen to a song like on repeat. Like yeah. before beforehand, and then you get in the shower and you're just like, "Fuck it, I'm belting that. I don't give a shit if anyone hears me right now." Yeah, there you, you go. <laughs> I definitely was the, and I was the, I was the, the hairbrush microphone kid too, hundred percent. Nice, one hundred percent. You can't just like go just, out there, like you got to dance in front of the mirror a little bit. Well, and I always had the problem I, uh, was when I would work on singing, it was while playing drums, so that was already like oh, four right. steps harder than it needed to be. Of like, right. oh, I can't hear can't hear myself yeah. i can't like i can't breathe at the same time that i normally would right so it was just like how, how do i like figure this out so i think i need to like actually sit down and like work on singing i mean it yeah. blows my mind when when uh like cody from crownlands or whatever like guys yeah. that just rip Mental. vocally and then they're great drummers and you're like freak. what are you doing man yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and then when I, I asked him about that and he was like i've always been a drummer i didn't even really think i could sing and I'm like oh <laughs> dude what are you Get talking about <laughs> yeah. he told me that he he tried to tell me that too and i just wouldn't buy it he was just like yeah, yeah. like i just you know basically i just started singing because uh like i think it was one of those deals where it was like no one else sang you know and yeah. i'm, just, and I'm yeah. like you're kidding me right like you have a voice like that and you're just like yeah i just just started doing it Whatever. Like, no way i don't buy it yeah <laughs> You yeah. came out of and the I womb singing. And I play drums, singing. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's great. My, like, biggest thing way. is, like, I have to get out of my head being, like, in an apartment building or whatever. Because, like, I grew yeah. up in the country. So, like, the noise didn't really matter, like, outside of my parents just wanting me to, like, not be loud in general. Yeah, totally. But, like, being in an apartment or, like, even in, like, when I was living with everybody on Fleming there, it's, like, I wanted to practice singing. But it's, like, you're just in your room fucking yelling basically yeah and you're like i'm trying to get i'm trying to get better but i know that this could is like gotta be way more annoying than trying to learn a song or whatever like on guitar yeah you know but yeah. just doing lip rolls or whatever it doesn't right. help when you're a really loud singer to begin with too True. i know i'm really loud yeah. and yeah. uh like i mean i wasn't allowed to like if i if i brought my guitar downstairs at my parents place they'd just be like go the fuck upstairs like immediately <laughs> just go upstairs <laughs> do not play that thing right now and i'm like oh <laughs> But, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess I'll just go play video games or something instead. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just shred some Guitar Hero. Yeah. 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 We yeah. actually listened really to the Guitar Hero, Hero soundtrack at work today for the first time in ages. And I'm like, which why, one? Do I, why do I ever not listen to this soundtrack? It's, <laughs> it's got everything. Yeah, which one, which one was it? Which game? Yeah. We were listening to three. We were listening to three, but two, oh, is, yeah. two is the this best, is the best one, one, though. 
Ooh, three I don't know. I, li- I have. First, first, sound- first soundtrack. Three was the best game, but two has has an incredible soundtrack. Didn't they still have those like covers in the second game though? Because the first one, it was like some dude covering all the songs. They didn't have the rights to like the actual versions. Right. Oh, really? I remember yeah. hearing like versions of like Incubus and like a couple other tunes on the first game. Not to like insult the guy who made them, but it didn't sound like the original at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, 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 I had don't a think couple. I played the first one that much then. Yeah, yeah I only I, had three. Yeah, I barely played the first one, but I remember hearing them like my cousins playing it or something. But yeah, I know for three they like re-recorded, like almost all of them. Like like most of the like all the Guns and Roses ones, I think they redid all the guitar, and uh, there was there was a few of them they redid the vocal on. It was it's like really, really evident. I forget what song. Like I want to say there was like an Aussie song. Isn't there Paranoid or some shit? Paranoid's on. I'm looking at it on Spotify right now. I can't. I don't know because I remember. Tell. I remember a few of them being like, uh, like you, you play them and you're like, something isn't the way it is on the recording here, and it like it yeah. drives me crazy. For sure. But uh, yeah, the cover. I don't think I'd even want to play one, having known that they're all cover versions. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think comparatively, like the first game was just kind of rough compared to like what it became. But like, yeah, yeah, they're for yeah. Yeah. It's they don't uh they don't do those anymore, eh? I was thinking about that like a month ago. Well, they ago. did a like, there's no they did a like... come they did a comeback like Guitar Hero Five or was it Rock Band? I can't remember. Like a year or two ago, but oh, obviously right. wasn't as like big of a hit because we don't remember it anymore. But right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those that was the thing you did in high school, at least for me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like you yeah, played, for sure. You play Guitar Hero. That's like at least like musician buddies are like, yeah, we're gonna go so and so's place and Absolutely. learn Dragon Force or whatever. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. So weird little like era of gaming. Those in like skateboard yeah. games. Like you don't really get skateboard games anymore either. Exactly. Yeah. That's. The, I don't know if it was just like a moment in time where that's what like kids did and gaming was like, yeah. oh, let's do something like that, but. Well, I think it was like before the campaign really took over, almost. True. For like the console games, like right. now it's like people want to play, like a story. Like there's really no storyline in those games, like barely. No. Ba- like yeah. Tony Hawk and like Guitar Hero. Yeah. It's like you made <laughs> you made six dollars yeah. at playing yeah. Al's Crab Shack. Now you, you play, yeah. and now you play L.A. Stadium. It's like oh, okay, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, it's you a step played by step four process. songs in this bar, and now and then you, you go battle to the stadium, and then you battle Satan. You know? Yeah, yes. for real. Just yeah. a step by step, you know. Yeah, you're in this bar, and then Tom Morello comes out, and now yeah. you play stadiums. Dude, oh, the Tom Morello thing—it oh, okay. was hilarious because we were we were listening to the Guitar Hero Three soundtrack, right? And the Tom yeah. Morello guitar battle comes on, and I was like, <laughs> like first off, that doesn't happen. Like, who has guitar battles at shows? <laughs> yeah. You're saying never... the movie Crossroads isn't real? Oh, dude, Crossroads yeah. <laughs> is like one of the reasons I play guitar, but um, for real. But uh, but it's just funny because I mean, like back when we played the game, it was just like such a normal part of the game. But then yeah. like you get to you go to your first show and you're like, so when does the guitar battle happen? Yeah, you know, it's like like for real. There was that, but then also the like during the battle, like it's just funny because I mean you're playing like like poison songs and like there's social distortion and shit, and then all of a sudden you get yeah. all the way to Tom Morello. And suddenly you can just play exactly like Tom Morello. Like, why <laughs> Why is it like, I mean, like Crossroads, it's like there's this blues guy and then Steve Vai, and they're going at each other. Yeah. But then Tom Morello's guitar battle is just like, 
oh, you sound like Tom Morello? I'm just going to play a Tom Morello guitar solo. To, to They're playing through the same <laughs> pedal board. They're just going to get it going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Nick and uh, Nick and Gyro kind of had one at the Share the Land finale. We okay. did uh, the finale song was Keep on Rocking in the Free World. Sick. And uh, so, like, everybody was on stage, and then, like, Nick and Jaro get, like, pushed to the center, and they kind of nice. do, like, a guitar battle sort of thing. It was actually pretty dope. Because also, all through MIA, it was like, is Nick the better guitar player, or is Jaro the better guitar player? And okay, gotta, I was like, always wondering. The parents face. <laughs> is M- was MIA, like, competitive like that? Because I never went through that, so. Um, so, like, I mean, I would, I would say ultimately no. But yeah, like I maybe just there. Yeah, yeah, there is kind of that. Like, I don't think people were ever like, "Yo, fuck, fuck, Gyro, Nick is so much better." But it was <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. I think it's just that like competitive thing that you do get. Just I think doing anything where you're like, yeah, yeah, that guy's kind of sick, but like he's not as sick as I am, right? So like, I don't. I think there was like a little bit of comp, and like the thing in in like my year was there was so many bands, so wow. many bands, and so nice. it was kind of like. You were kind of fighting for like you wanted like Mike Roth to like you, and then you know some then people started getting Rum Runners gigs, and you're like, well, what the fuck? Where how do uh, wh- where's our Rum Runners gig and, and shit yeah. like that, right? But I don't know. I don't think I was ever like that bitter about like that healthy stuff, competition though. Yeah, like healthy yeah. competition for that's sure. Drive to be better, but yeah, that's yeah. that always makes ever at least makes everyone work a little bit harder for sure. Yeah, and I think that's what was good about there being like so many acts was that, and there was a a lot of a lot of those acts were good. Like a nice. lot of even still bands that are pretty active in London right now are from yeah. are from my year. So nice. which is good. It's just cool to see. So yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I was I was curious about this because I mean I I mean I wasn't in either program, but I mean with MIA, you'll wind up. I know you guys are all kind of like assigned groups at one point, and then some of them stick. Some of the times you'll just wind up forming your own bands with classmates yeah. or whatever yeah. but like how many yeah. like how many bands kind of form with with uh western music not really to be honest with you like at least there is so my whole thing like i studied like classical music that was the program i was in and yeah. all the people i ever hung out with and worked with like josh and pat that like eventually became like five oceans and posy started that way too uh was just right. buddies who were in like there's a pop program at western it's a smaller program i'd say it's maybe like 40 kids compared to okay. like the six or seven hundred that's in the like classical sort of stream but again we're all in the same building spending time together so right you're all like we're all commingling like there's one cafeteria so we're all gonna go eat pizza at the same spot right but right um I don't know. I think at least for like my experience in school, it was never really like a push to like go out and do things outside of school. And so that's the one okay. part that made me think, oh, like maybe Fanshawe would have been a better pro, like more appropriate program, at least for what I do now. But, right. Um, right. but no, it was very much just like, I don't know. I, I don't want to say this in a mean way, but people <laughs> seem there to not play music just for the fun of it a right. lot. Right. Oh, for sure. Right. It's more, yeah, it's more of like a, again, it's an academic place, so we're doing that, but it would right. only be like me and like maybe four or five people like, hey, do you want to just jam this mm. weekend or something? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so definitely would, a lot more of that in MIA for sure. Yeah. And so that was, I think, not the tougher part, but at the same time, it got me more work because I was the only drummer kind of doing stuff. So people were like, hey, I need a drummer, call Mark sort of thing right so 
Right. Pros and cons, for sure. Right on. Yeah, I mean, and that's like your program would be more like it's it's centered towards like mastering your instrument, right? Where like MIA um, or is it, or is it like it, does it have like recording and and all that like uh like technical At least info in there too? The stream I did absolutely not. Like I didn't. I took courses on mixing and like engineering and recording and stuff because okay. I wanted because I wanted to. That was not like required by any means. Right. Uh, mine was more like you take lessons on your instrument, you have to do like ensembles, whether it was playing in the orchestra and the jazz band, whatever. And then uh, you just took your normal course course load, like whatever stream. M- Westerns mostly people learning how to become uh, like music teachers because there is a teacher's college affiliated right. with Western. So right. not to say it just trains people to keep cycling through like academia as opposed to like yeah. real world experience, but... There's definitely been a shift, at least from when I started going there, of like less performance-based people and more people doing research and, again, becoming teachers. So, right. um, at least for me, like I would, I enjoyed the performing part, and that's what I did probably 80% of my time, and that's why I was a horrendous student and had to do a fifth year. But uh, <laughs> I did spend a fair amount of my time like practicing performing. If I had a gig come up, I'd not go to class because yeah. I had a gig coming up sort of thing so yeah I I remember in high school I wanted to like my plan from the get-go was I was gonna go through for I was gonna take French all through high school which I did do but I mean I just Mm -hmm. I core I I cruised through but uh I did French and I did music all the way through high school and I was gonna go to Western for music and then do teachers college because everyone they, they kept saying we need French teachers and we need music teachers and I'm like yep. okay sweet but then I got to my third year and I, by then, I was just like, I just want to play in a fucking band. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, that's what I, I wanted to perform and play shows. For um, sure. And I think it was right around then I saw an interview from St. Vincent, and she was just like... She she went through, like, like, Berkeley or Juilliard or something. I forget which one it was. She went somewhere really prestigious, yeah. Yeah, and she did, like, seven years or something crazy, and then she didn't graduate because <laughs> she was like, I just want to be in a band. And I was like, yeah. that's pretty badass. But uh, <laughs> but I, I remember... That happened, and then I was just—I I had the realization that, like, all through my high school career, they were telling tons of people, "Well, we need French teachers and music teachers." So I had this yeah. like almost conspiracy theory where I was like, "I'm gonna graduate for being a music teacher, or a French teacher, and there's gonna be a million people all trying to get French and music teacher jobs, and I'm yep. gonna be screwed." So, uh, <laughs> so I talked myself out of it, and then I became a, a greasy mechanic, and, hey. uh, <laughs> and I've been doing that and playing shows ever since. <laughs> And 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 my parents are very proud of me. I promise. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I remember I was very I was very dead set about going uh, for for Western music, and I always thought that it was it was basically just like honing your instrument was like the main the meat and potatoes of uh, of the program. But. Yeah, there's definitely like a focus on that. But mm-hmm. again, like most things, you can do with it what you want, sort of thing. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Where did you grow up? In London or? I'm from London. Yeah, I'm born and raised in okay. London. I was I went to Westmount Public School and then Saunders Secondary School, which is like okay. five feet away from the elementary school. Nice. As you say, I'm a I'm a North End guy, so that's why we didn't run into each other. Ooh. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep, I was always in the in in the Mount. The Mount was go. my stomping grounds. Nice. Yeah. 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 Wow. But, uh, Where did you yeah, grow up, Caleb? <laughs> I grew up in Meaford, Ontario. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I have. <laughs> have you really? 
Yeah. Jeez. Have you ever, I, I always love it because either people are like, no, or like, yeah. One of my profs was like, yeah, I got married in me for it. I was like, what? Like, why? Why? <laughs> why? Fuck did you do I that? think <laughs> we have, we have but, no uh, vineyards. Why did you come yeah. here? <laughs> have you ever, have you ever been there? You just like, no, you've probably been to like, I Blue can't Mountain remember. Stuff, it was there. because I was working a wedding. I can't remember if it was there or if like I drove past it or like through it. Yeah. Like you've likely been to like Collingwood Blue Mountain area and then me. Yeah. Like, 30 minutes away from that but okay. like highway 26 just runs through yep. like owen sound meford collingwood all those places yep. yeah so i was okay. very small town no uh there was actually a really good music program there but uh nice. it's funny like i had almost the exact opposite uh situation as craig did because i was like not a fucking chance i'm going to school no way <laughs> i'm gonna somehow i'm gonna somehow be in a band and like which like yeah. it's not like i grew up in the city where like i knew what any of that meant and uh, I ended up just, I graduated high school, moved in with my brother, who was finishing pharmacy school in Kitchener. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, like, the second I moved there, my buddy Drew, that I was telling you about at the start of the, uh, the or, like, before we started recording there. Uh, yeah. He was like, hey, have you talked to Drew Merrifield at all? Like, him and Dakota are doing this, like, music program at Fanshawe. And nice. I'd never heard of it. So I messaged Drew Merrifield. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, dude, it's sick. You should totally do it. And nice. I was like, oh, okay. And then I came, and then I was like, maybe I will go to school. And then yeah, and then I didn't even get in the first time because at the time you had to take like a general arts and science course, yeah. which I didn't have. Oh, so I took I took that at Conestoga while I was at Kitchener in Kitchener. Nice. And uh, and then I got in like the second time I applied, uh, which actually worked out like way way better because if nice. I got in like the year before mine, I I don't even know what I would be doing now. For sure, but nice. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's cool people in there. I like some. <laughs> I like the. I like the people no, that, talk that shit, graduated man. Just, from just that shit year. On right talk now. Dude, shit like all those, all those, all uh, those, all those lost in Japan guys. <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong brothers. Screw those dudes too. No, I'm just kidding. they're yeah. all they're all good dudes. It's just like I mean, I I love all the friends I made now, and obviously, yeah. you know, lost arts wouldn't have been a thing, or at least it, it would have been something different. Probably would have sucked, sure. honestly. It yeah, it's weird how much guys, how so. much of a difference just like one year would make. Yeah, and at like the time the when you get the like, I got on the wait list or whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah. that fucking sucks. Like, what am I gonna do for a year? And then it yeah. all like ends up working out for the better. Nice. But it's just kind of funny how like if I could go back to my 16 year old self, I'd be like, dude, shut up, practice your guitar more. Yeah, get some yeah. Vocal lessons. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Learn to shred. And man. you're going to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how that kind of how that works out sick um oh i'm uh, i actually i wanted to oh yeah go ahead greg i was just gonna say I, i'm glad that mark mentioned uh working weddings because i was i was gonna ask like i know you said i well i know that you do i've played gigs with you but i know you you play yeah. tons of gigs with pretty much everybody in town decent um, amount of but, people but i mean i don't i'm not gonna ask you like what's what's the biggest train wreck of a gig you've played so i'm, I'm gonna ask you because i know had you a do few, you, for sure you, you dj oh, for, yeah yeah for sure yeah. um when uh when you do weddings, you DJ yep. and you play like play behind the kit, right? Yeah, it's usually like a, at least for me, like I try to make it a lot easier for people because I don't I don't really advertise that I do weddings. It's usually through like friends and family, right? And at least like I'm 28 now, so a lot of people I know my age are getting married, or like right. their cousins are or whatever. So it's always been one of those like. They know I do music, so they just send me a message on Facebook saying, "Hey, like I'm getting married this day." do you do this sort of thing? And that's yeah. how it started. Yeah. <laughs> at least, like, I, I started DJing when I was 19 because I applied to a job at a roller rink as a joke. 
and I ended up working there for seven years. But nice, um, <laughs> nice, yeah. What an elaborate <laughs> joke. Yeah, well, it was. There's a. It's actually the. There's a community center right near Fanshawe College at like Highbury and Cheapside right there. It looks like an mm-hmm. airplane hangar kind of thing, and nice. it's it's owned through the city, so it's like a parks and recreation kind of like job. And uh, my brother like taught at camps like throughout his entire life, like up until he was like a. He's a teacher now, but he taught. He did like camps when he was like 16 to like 20 something. So okay, he was like, oh, there's like this job like as a rollering DJ. And I was like, that sounds funny. I'm going to apply. Applied at like nice. two in the morning, sent a resume. And then um, <laughs> definitely like learned my chops kind of doing that like as a joke. But then it was like, oh, like this is actually fun. I enjoy doing it. For sure. And then it just like started like, oh, so you do weddings? And I was like, sure. And then like I'm starting bands and they're like, oh, could we get like a band for the like reception and like a DJ for the cocktail? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so then I tried to make it a little bit more streamlined of like, if they want string players for a ceremony, I know people who I can call because I went to school with people or they yeah. want like a country band. I play in some, or they want like a, like a salsa band. I know a couple people who can sort of figure that out. Right. Um, and so it's kind of just been like a sort of all encompassing, like I take care of the music and entertainment side of people's weddings. Yeah. I do I do everything but video. That's the one thing I don't do because I had some bad yeah. experiences. I was just sure. like, cool, I'm not dealing with that and yeah. I'll let someone else Well the yeah. like the expectation would be so high, right? I mean like you're dealing with the bride it's, and the groom. Yeah. You know? It's and at least for me, like I'd vet people pretty thoroughly, so it's not like I'm showing up and have no idea what's going on or like the bridezilla stereotype of like yeah. making crazy, crazy demands because if they are then I just like refer them to someone else say i can't do it or <laughs> yeah yeah again, for real the i'm price, going the price way. may like quadruple because it's becoming such a hassle or whatever so right. just little things like that and luckily haven't really had any bad experiences but if you want to talk about train wrecks i did a wedding last year oh here they, we go um yeah so <laughs> usually there'll be like music when like after the ceremony and the cocktail hour and all that kind of stuff like when the wedding party enters and like the bride and groom and everything like sort of enter and it's all just like a big like pump up jam sort of thing going on right and i had um one couple they sent me the music that they wanted but all the names were wrong so i played the wrong song for the wrong people at the wrong time oh no and it was one of those just like giant train wrecks where it was like cool can i just like blank out for 20 minutes and then this will i'll pretend it never happened yeah sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) so that was rough and there was Just little things like that, because at least, like, it's people's big day, and so you don't want to... It is, like, a bit of a pressure moment, but at the same time, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. About, like, oh, like, if I put in the work and, like, prep properly, then it's not the end of the world. But that was definitely a a rough wedding, for sure. For sure. As long as, like, you don't get the bride's name wrong. I can only imagine. (laughs) That's the... (laughs) All right, give it up for Tammy. It's like, my name is Michelle! (laughs) I always ask people, like, oh, is there, like, an MC for, like... The wedding, and then like I've had some people say no, there isn't, and so they expect me to like intro people, and I always tell Oof. I always tell them like I don't know anybody. Yeah, here. I don't know these. Like people. I'm not gonna yeah. know. Like Uncle Bill's coming up, and just like I don't yeah. know who that person is, and so they'll yeah. say like, oh, we'll just introduce so and so, and be like, who? Who is that? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and they're like, people put a lot of trust in like, oh, you're the. The DJ or whatever, it's just like, yeah, but I don't know everybody. Or they're like, ask me like yeah. the schedule of what's happening. It's like, I don't know either, man. I'm not the caterer. I don't know when like salads are coming out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, 
What the hell? Oh my god. Um, what are like in like any kind of term, whether it's like being hired for like a wedding or like yeah. even like session work or something, that would be like a huge turnoff for you as like an ask kind of thing. Like in some um, out, is there any like big red flags? I mean, besides like the stereotypical like oh exposure thing, man. Like yeah, yeah. The like that yeah, that comes with like every off. creative industry, whether it's like photographers, paint, like whatever. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, when like things like that come up in like emails or whatever, like I just don't respond because there's no point. Like yeah. there's yeah. when I already know there's no like negotiation or like discussion going on. It's like right. cool. Yeah. It's just not not gonna deal with that problem. Yeah, um, for real. Yeah, I slightly forget one. what your question was, but I'm gonna. Uh, uh, it was basically <laughs> just red, red, red flags for uh, red like flags. Any kind of like, there we go. Well, yeah, well, any kind um, of ask. Yeah, I don't know. It's just sometimes like people might pass you off onto someone, or they might say like, "Oh, um, my cousin's like emceeing the whole thing. Talk to them." But then they take like two weeks to get back to me. Right. Or I've, like I've like gone yeah. above someone's head of like, hey, like talk to the bride and be like, hey, I contacted so and so and they never got back to me. So if you want me to be yeah. able to do my job, like not yeah, not give them a hard time because it's always just little things. Like I want people to be happy. I want them to be entertained. Like I'm not going out yeah, there. For sure. At least like if you like guys do like cover gigs and stuff. Like there's always the expectation of like um, I'm not there to like express myself artistically like a thousand percent it's like oh i'm like doing that to like entertain people make them happy like at least for me like i always treated music kind of like a trade or like a utility of like people want to be entertained on saint patrick's day at a bar yeah why can't i be the person to do that or like a wedding or whatever like it's a service that exists so why not be able to like help them out with that sort of thing yeah, dude. So little things like that. Sure. Yeah, entertain. That's the big thing. Is like, I had someone tell me like, doesn't matter if you're like, a drummer or like, making videos or whatever. Like, we're all in the same like song and dance like industry of like entertaining people. So, yeah, you should make sure it's entertaining, regardless yeah. of whatever you're doing. Yep, hundred percent. I've always tried to keep that in mind playing shows, like with yeah, or or I mean any of it, right? It's like you want to keep things exciting because we're in the entertainment business. We're all entertainers. Yeah. Like Elvis, exactly. Elvis wouldn't call himself a singer. He would always call himself an entertainer, which I thought was yeah. so badass. <laughs> you know? No, I'm for sure. That's I think yeah. it's a big uh-huh. thing of just like you want people to leave the place happy and like. Some people may put a little bit more effort into, like, the production end of things or, again, you might work really hard on making, like, a video for something as opposed to, like, slaving over, like, the audio or the artwork, whatever. Like, you want to, you want to make sure people are entertained and leave happy because if they have that bad memory of, like, oh, he was weird that one time and didn't play my request or whatever, then that could be, like, a potential, like, customer lost for you or something. So Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it kind of puts a bad taste in their mouth about, you know, artists in general or entertainment in general, Mm. right? Yeah, that's, yeah. You definitely want to leave, have people leaving, like, happy and enjoying it because, I don't know, not to sound, I want to make people happy, like, when I'm entertaining them or whatever, so. Well, right, and I mean, you you expect the same when you go, when you want to go to the, uh, to a show or or be entertained, right? Yeah, you want to you want to have a good time all the time, you know? Right. 
party all the time, y'all. That's why yeah. I'm drinking this totally not water. Ryan Coke. Nice. <laughs> and my summer's beer is time. definitely not empty, and I've been sipping on it for the last half hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bone dry. <laughs> Make the best of your quarantine, y'all. Crack into yeah. your wine at 8 in the morning. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been seeing so many of those. It's like, well, wine o'clock all the time. Yeah. So many ants on Facebook. I mean, I'm definitely in the mindset of I forget <laughs> what day it is. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, think yeah, I was saying how time just doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. It's, like, it's who definitely one of those, like, what day is it? Tuesday? And they're like, no, it's Friday. It's like, sure. <laughs> You're telling sure, me. Sure, yeah. Whatever. Every day's Saturday, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be weird jumping back into the the swing of things. That's Whenever what I'm that wor- may come, if it ever yeah. comes. Yeah, I think that'll be. <laughs> I don't think it'll be a cut and dry like, oh, everything's good now. Like, yeah. Like I think there'll yeah, definitely the be slowly the, let the idiots back. like running out there and like going everywhere sort of thing. But I think there'll definitely be yeah. like a period of like, nah, I'm good. I'll still stay home tonight. <laughs> sort yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be one of the first shows back. That's like, what I'm yeah, trying we're to. We're still like, afraid to go out. I would thought about like booking some stuff for like August or something in the hopes that like things may. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, either the first like show that happens is either going to be like a huge blowout because everyone's going to want to go, or yeah, yeah, it's going to be like, nope, people are still yeah. worried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, either they'll yeah. still be freaked out or they'll just be lazy. You know, yeah. they'll just they'll just be ac- accustomed to it. We were saying the yeah, same they're... thing because I mean we we had to scrap a whole well not scrap we, we I mean our our tour is postponed now. Yeah. Um, and it's like you know when when these shows do come back they're they're all gonna be fucking packed, right? Yep. But then I mean I also had the the fear too. It's like well I mean what if everyone just stays home? You know. Yeah. Everyone's like yeah. yeah maybe I'll just maybe I'll just watch it on a live stream. You mean you're not live streaming it? That's yeah, what I'm, yeah. I think the expectation is going to start being there for like every show to have a live stream now, or at least like at least Which for I've me, been I pushing to, for for yeah. years. I was oh I had God. like a I had a business idea that I always used to tell people of like like Netflix like subscription based kind of thing, but they do live stream concerts every weekend, right? Like every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it could be multiple venues, whatever. You pay like ten bucks and you can watch like a Taylor Swift concert or whatever. Yeah. Like, it could be something crazy high budget. It could be something minimal. Yeah. hundred like, percent bar yeah. or whatever. I'd like, buy just, into that. Yeah. I would pay I 10 think, bucks um, a month to like, Oh, if I'm home, totally. I can watch like X amount of concerts. Yeah. 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 It'd be something cool. I think it has been interesting. Like a lot of companies have, or like entertainment based companies have had to become like a little bit more innovative right now. Yeah. In terms of like, how are we going to like do content or like even these like there's radio stations doing it or like I've noticed there's other bands basically doing this at just like a lower like uh, I don't yeah. say lower quality, but like just people being like, yo, tonight we're going to chat with like so and so from this yep. other band just on like yeah. Instagram live or whatever, which yeah, is uh, I haven't. I haven't watched any of them, but I've seen the promos for them, and I'm like, those are I've interesting seen, ideas. The Rivoli, like, was the first venue I started. Like, they did concerts every weekend. Yeah. Of just, like, yeah. they... I, don't, I haven't seen exactly how it works, like, on the artist end of, like, it's through the Rivoli's account, but then just, like, yeah. Instagram Live, and it's same idea, like, three bands on a bill. I think they do, like, 30-minute sets or whatever. I don't know if it's more, like, Q&A-based of, like someone can ask questions about songs or they just rip through tunes and then it goes to the next person. But right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was saying to uh, Cam from Dime, like, right as this mm-hmm. stuff was starting, I was like, man, it'd be so cool to do, like, basically that, just, like, like a live stream concert where, like, Dime plays a little bit and then, like, on their Instagram and then it's like, all right, like, you know, now go to, like, Lost Arts and you just kind of do this, like, you do, like, three songs and then you, like, throw to the next band or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's... And just, like, kind of have this, like, online thing. That's what I wonder if there could be, like, a platform, something like that, where... You're not making people have to go to another account or like jump around yeah. or jump through hoops to make it work or whatever. It's just like yeah, you yeah. Sign the up van's for... been doing that. They've actually been doing uh, like really? they'll they'll do like a like a show schedule of like like two and a half hours and they'll have a bunch of nice. a bunch of artists. And uh, I mean I mean not that it's a venue thing, but I know FM ninety six has been kind of doing that too. They had like uh, yeah. I think Jen did a set, Serena did yep. a set, um, Jordan McDonald from Texas King did a set. Yeah. Yeah. You know? When the Palisade's been doing like actual live stream concerts now. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's. I really like <laughs> I mean, Sociable a lot. Yeah. I think yeah. I think companies will definitely be like shifting and adapting to sort of mm-hmm. the expectation of things might need to have live streams going on all the time now. And it can't just be a crappy dude with a phone sitting there in the pit. Right. With just the worst sound quality yeah. in the world sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think that's like a big turnoff. At, like for me, for doing that stuff is like having somebody with a phone, and then like our like loud ass rock band is like yeah. not the desirable way to like consume. Yeah, our, I think like, I can maybe show, make you know? out what song they're playing. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. even like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> some venues not having the like ability to accommodate is always like a pain of like. Yeah, I've seen blogs and like videographers some like go to the soundboard like hey can you send me a line into like a zoom recorder or whatever? Yeah. And I've definitely seen places of just like, no, we don't do that here. And it's just like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> There's sure. yeah. a bunch <laughs> of, <laughs> bunch of office, free promo right? just lost. Yeah. I think they've been doing that more. Like a lot of the, again, more like reputable kind of venues I think are equipped and it's not like it's a crazy ask. It's just a line out on a soundboard. So yeah. It just yeah. depends yeah, um, again, like if they're miking stuff properly. So it becomes more of like an engineering thing. Or, yeah, I don't know. It's it's something cool. I don't, it's a lot of unknown right now, but I think that would be a cool thing to happen after all this for sure. Definitely, I've, I've we've sure, talked yeah. about doing a live stream at the dome for for shows here for like a few yeah. months. You know, and I mean, it would. The thing is, that like, because we would be using real cameras, right? So there's like an attach. Like Caleb was telling me, there's like an attachment thing you got to have for all these cameras. But I mean, yeah, D- Drew operates his studio down in the basement right so i mean we can so it like, wouldn't be fully, ridiculous like yeah oh yeah. for sure it'd, it'd like it'd be it'd be pro audio we'd have like multiple cameras and stuff it'd be like audio yeah. tree, but but live stream we were th- we were thinking about doing it on twitch but i mean we're not having that was my th- gatherings of people in our house anytime soon that's for sure no. <laughs> do a dome show with no one there that would be weird yeah. <laughs> that would be weird god actually it wouldn't be the first time be- i'll be honest with yeah. you Hey-o. Definitely had like a we we had like a <laughs> I won't say what band it was. We had a Tuesday yeah. show once, and it was like there was three bands. I don't think because I mean we'll 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 revolve between who's running the show. Like sometimes yeah. Bob will book the band, Bob's kind of running the show, and then I'll book the band. I'm running the show or whatever. So like yeah. s- there are times where you know Nathan didn't book the show, so he's just gonna hang out in his room, you know, or whatever. Like that's totally fine. Yeah, and I think I I remember being upstairs when the show started. And I heard the band play, and like they would stop the song, and it was just silent. And I'm like, "Are they oh, just no. doing like a sound check or something?" Yeah. 
And then I I walked downstairs and there was like ten people down there, all in bands. And then Bob was there, and I'm like, oh, I'm going back upstairs, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like this is rough stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, brutal. Uh, did you get for a and Tuesday all, house show? We've all been there, right? It happens. We've all been there. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not fun. But it does give you like some cred. You know, once oh, you for know. sure. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it any other shows way. You, learn, you yeah. get so much experience. <laughs> yeah, those are the those are the good ones of when you're in the future and you're like, yeah, man. One time I played the Atria <laughs> in Oshawa. And oh man. There. Or there was just some scary regulars that were, did not want to pay. Nice. Yeah, for real. They, they're which just is like, fair. Which is we gotta pay bad. to get in just to drink a Budweiser. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I come probably, here probably every like day. Yeah, I come here literally every day. <laughs> Yeah, you're like that's fair. That's fine. You also look like you're definitely gonna stab me, regardless if I make you pay or not. So just yeah, just come in. <laughs> Jeez. Oh boy. Oh Oshawa. <laughs> oh, the Oshawa. schwa. Oh the schwa. Jeez. Do you uh, do you have a a bar that you kind of cut your teeth at in your early years, Mark? Uh, a lot of CTO dates. Um, CTO. I don't know. They used to do a lot more all ages stuff, but not so much now. Even yeah, that, sure. and um, like Norma Jeans, like that's kind of near where I live, so I definitely Norma played there Jeans. a decent amount. Um, the first show I ever did with Five Oceans was there, so that was sick. Nice. Um, yeah, I played there a lot. Surprisingly, like looking like when it closed, I like looked back and was like, oh, I played there like with a decent amount of people, like. Decent amount of bands like through the years, so yeah, totally. That was definitely like high school band, yeah, venue for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like right out of high school. I played at Norma Jeans on a Sunday yeah. at like eleven o'clock at night. Hell yeah! And like my buddies were so pissed because they had to like miss the bus or they would have to catch the bus. And they didn't see us. But yeah. I remember we basically forcibly had like ten people that we like had to coerce to buy tickets in the first place. They all had to take yeah. taxis home, and they were so pissed. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys. Oh man, yeah, that's too. Uh, th- th- I never played there, but it is a cool setup. But uh, we we got asked the once, but like, the guy that was booking there was the stage was great. I wasn't really that interested. Stage was great. Like it was a good like yeah. bar. They had chairs so you could sit. They had a dance floor if you wanted, yeah. like a yeah. legit stage with a legit sound system. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Just in the yeah. middle of nowhere. <laughs> Do you have a? Do you have like an early spot where you played a bunch in the beginning, Caleb? Even if it was like you know, like a cafe or a bar or whatever, or like mom's no, living room kind of deal. In, in Meaford, no, but we did have uh, like coffee houses with my school all the time. Oh yeah, because uh, like I said, like the only thing to do that was cool in mm-hmm. Meaford was was music, and the music program was pretty good. So Mr. Nice. Delaney, like once a month or whatever, would do. Uh, these coffee houses just in the cafeteria, they would like there was like kind of a stage in there. Oh yeah. Um and then every year they would do they alternated. So they would they would do like it was called GBSS Idol and then so it was basically just like Idol, like you'd all sign up and then there was like elimination rounds and stuff. Wow. And then uh there and then like the on the off years they do Battle of the Bands. But yeah, uh so yeah, there's like there's some videos of me on the internet doing those things. Um, oh yeah. Fucking when what, I still play guitar though? and stuff. Uh, so we did the, um, first round of idol. We did, um, are you mine by the Arctic monkeys? And then the second round we did the pretender by the Foo Fighters. 
and then uh that's where we got eliminated <laughs> and then uh and then but we we made it far enough there's only like three rounds i think and then the final yeah. So if you made it to the second round, you got to perform like at the finale for like the top three. And yeah. that was at the Meaford Hall. So that was like 350 people, which at the time nice. was like, oh, that was a lot of people. And I was like, this might be like the only time I get to play in front of like this many people on like a real stage. So yeah. we played this original that I had. And all I had was my friggin' Epiphone Les Paul, this like shitty rolling amp and a fuzz face pedal that's all i have hell yeah and uh so that fuzz was on and cranked (laughs) for the whole thing and that video is also on youtube and i i love it because i'm wearing like beige shorts and these like white long johns underneath like a nirvana shirt and and i'm clean shaven (laughs) and my hair is very short and i look pretty much the exact opposite of what i look that up but i love that video it's so funny man it's 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 a good throwback oh yeah Um, because i like i left it all up there man i thought that might be the only time i really get to you know, perform for like anybody. So no, no, no real place other than like the, the good old, my good old high school cafeteria. I have, there's a few of those out there for me too. At Saunders, we had coffee houses and then, uh, we would do, I think coffee house was the fall thing. And then just before summer break, we would have, uh, espresso. It's intentionally spelled wrong. So you can express yourself. We had, (laughs) we had espresso and they would encourage like bands and like electric sort of shit like a coffee house is supposed to be yeah. like acoustic and there are videos of me right. out there doing coffee house but uh i'll give you one if you type in craig g and his electric guitar nice. for the saunders the saunders student ca- oh man so this is grade nine craig big afro jimmy hendrix t-shirt and a purple flying v guitar and oh. i went out and i i improvised a guitar solo which means that i stole a bunch of guitar licks from jimmy page <laughs> And from yeah. Angus Young, dude, I literally do star oh, power. There he is, hundred oh percent, dude. It's Hell sick. Yeah, like it's not. Is. It's not like like you like I don't do it suddenly like you do in the game, but like hundred percent. You like you'll see it. and You'll be like, yeah, star power. Nice. Um, oh and God, and there's another dude, video where I did uh, I did the uh, auditorium for a Christmas uh, a Christmas assembly, and we did sh- uh, twist and shout. That was my. I think that's still like the biggest audience I've played for. It was like eight hundred people. Nice. In the auditorium, oh, wow. yeah, and that's yeah. I I think that's the most. Mate, well, actually, yeah, there's that has to be the most people. I was gonna it's say like we, Basic White did a couple festivals or whatever, but there's no way that it was that populated before we walked out. Yeah, you can't gauge that for sure. Eight hundred people, but yeah, I mean, like the school, there's two thousand kids at Saunders, and I mean, this was like oh, a wow. mandatory audit, uh, uh, like assembly thing, right? And we played Twist and Shout. I had backup singers and shit. Ooh. It was fucking badass, but yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna see me as a as a as a thirteen year old kid living it up, go see the Twist and Shout video. If you wanna see me as a thirteen year old kid totally embarrassing myself, <laughs> then uh, look up the Craig G and his electric guitar. There you More go. Oh, I've looked it up. It's there, and it's oh yeah, it's exact. Big Afro, Jimi Hendrix T-shirt, purple flying V, bro. I had I had a, a kill switch on there, man. Straight Ooh. up, oh my god, dude! So total tread. badassery. Actually, shout out to Harry Kerhonen for letting me borrow that guitar for that show. <laughs> I wasn't even mine. I was like, "Can I borrow that so I can look cool, please?" It just looks sick, dude. It it was sick. It's a great guitar. Pointy guitars sound better, man. It's a rule. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel bad. All all my embarrassing high school videos I took down. Oh no! See these these aren't even my accounts. These are like. Like Saunders okay. Student Council took that one Ooh. video. 
right? So it that's up forever. Like someone definitely forgot the password for that shit. <laughs> you, know? you gotta download that and archive it. Keep oh, it forever. Yeah. That video is going nowhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone's. Dude, everyone's I can't wait to watch that one. This. Yeah, if you look up uh, the outliers, are you mine cover, and then you just go on the account, you'll see like all of those videos filmed on a, on like a Samsung tablet. Nice. Um, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I'm ready. But yeah, my uh, there's like a she, it's, uh, the video's called "She Sees the World Live," and that's the one at the hall. You'll see me in all my glory. And like nice. the biggest dickhead move in this video is that I'm not even doing the guitar solo. And uh, it looks like I'm doing the guitar solo because I just I totally took all of the light. Oh, no way. <laughs> you start like doing the hair flicks and shit, even with no hair. Dude, I got <laughs> dude. I'm not even going to tell you what I do. Watch the video and then and you'll see what I do. And then all you'll right. love it. All it's right. I'll stupid. say this. Is this is not like my proudest moment or anything, but I love the video because. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much a whole different person at this point. Like. I was like 17 or something in this video. Nice. Plus, I think it's good contrast because pretty much anybody I've ever met in London has not seen me with short hair and clean shaven. Now's right. the time. And this is what I, this is what I, I like, looked like, I like all in high school. I like having those videos for like, you know, I have that delusion of like, you know, like 10 years down the road when I'm fucking sick. I think people can yeah. look this up, you know, that'll be, that'll be a great piece of, uh, of history for people. It's like, Oh, look when he wasn't sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep something for the documentary because yeah, you I don't need have it for the any, documentary. Like, I have exactly. no home video. I don't yeah. have any home video. So these videos of me in my high school cafeteria is like all I got for the B roll. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be in the documentary. It's going to be in the, uh, the autobiography for sure. There you go. Yeah, exactly. My memoirs rather memoirs. <laughs> Memoirs has like monetary value behind it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, so you, we should probably do our like our closing questions here. If you don't have anything else for for Mark, because we're coming up on an hour. Okay, Sweet. I've got I've got. But we, it's a two parter, but the first part is very okay. short. So um, you play in uh, in a group in London called the Donkey Boys, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so who all is in the Donkey Boys? Uh, the core members uh, would be myself, uh, Josh Try on guitar and vocals. The thing is, like everybody sings in this band. Mm. Uh, Alex Barber playing bass, but we've done shows where he plays guitar. We've done acoustic sets, just him and I. So he's a very multi-talented dude. And then uh, yes, Colin is. Gray on guitar as well. Nice. Um, we've had a couple honorary members. Uh, Carl Von Estorp from Dime filled on on bass for a couple gigs one time. Fantastic. And uh, Connor Moran filled on acoustic guitar and vocals for a couple gigs as well. Nice. nice. So it's been, uh, but it's usually the four of us originally. Uh, right. That was just a, a bunch of buds. We got an offer to play at a bar in town. Uh, they wanted like four dates in a month. So we just threw a band together and it was like really easy for nice. all of us. Like we, the first jam, we were just like, oh, that was like surprisingly easy to do all this. So we like actually worked on harmonies and like other stuff. Yeah. And, like we like changed keys in a couple songs and like added some stuff here and there or whatever. So it was just it was a fun hang for sure. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Sounds like a great time. I can't. The last full show. Ooh, geez. I think we did a show because we had a bunch of dates lined up, and then Colin was on tour being a rock star touring with Thornley. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Hell we haven't yeah. we haven't done a full band show since like last summer. But uh, 
well, it's always one of those bands of like, oh, we got a thing. Is everyone free? Yes or no? Right. Right. And, right. Uh, so, yeah. so that's that's my first part. So we've been we've yep. been doing this as a regular bit. I wonder when it's gonna stop. But I'm having okay. so much fun with, with this <laughs> this recurring bit. So, so COVID nineteen not a yep. zombie thing. It's okay. not the apocalypse, everybody. But in in the case of the Donkey Boys, say that we wind up in a zombie apocalypse. True. Who? Uh, how's it going down with the Donkey Boys? You guys are all stationed up together. Who's going first? Who's going last? And I feel bad for Carl because he's been in like all of these scenarios so far, pretty much. <laughs> and and he, he dies really first? early always... in a lot of them. <laughs> he dies well, very keeping early. With the theme, keeping with the theme, it's going to be Carl first. Then Carl sorry, first. Yeah. Fucking sorry, bud. No, we're gonna so, have to. Yeah. We're gonna have to cut the the two temporary members. Carl oh, right Carl. away they get the axe. Right away. Yeah. yeah. That's, okay. That's reason. That sounds fair. That's pretty fair. Yeah, you got to keep your. You got to. You got to have your rider dies. You know. Yeah. You can't you know? be a casual in the donkey boys stick with, guys. Stick with the OGs. Parry um, this. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be a tough one. I feel like Josh would definitely definitely run the show. Nice. Because he he's a he's a get stuff done kind of dude. For sure. So uh, we would definitely fall apart without him. Um, I don't know what would happen. I feel like I would go kind of early on. I don't know why no. I'm just that kind of lazy. <laughs> Is that a sad answer? Is that the saddest answer you've got? Oh no, that's been yeah. Well, that's a very honest one. It's a very honest answer. Yeah, Bob's was pretty sad. Bob, Bob just Bob, said he would just but, curl up in in the basement yeah, and wait yeah. it out. He'd he'd yeah. wait to be cannibalized, <laughs> basically. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. He would just yeah. sit there spinning his records until the end of time. I like Danella's. Yeah. <laughs> I like Danella's answer, where she kind of she kind of went with the movie route. And she was like, "Well, I'm gonna make it to the very end because I'm a gay Asian lady, so like I kind of have <laughs> yeah. to make it." She was like, it I'm a, through I'm a the Hollywood minority, so yeah, the Hollywood make it to the end." <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So yeah, you got you got two more members, real quick. Who's who's True. making it to the very end? So it's gonna be Josh, um, or is he just gonna run the show? I think Josh is going to run the show, but he's going to he's going to get stuck somewhere Ooh. by his own doings of doing too much. Um, okay, it'll be between Barb's or Colin, but um, I don't know. They're both pretty chill dudes, so I don't know. I don't know who would go crazy first. But is chill is chill like what you want in the zombie apocalypse? I mean, like level head, know. sure. Chill can be good. It could be bad at this. It in could this be. Scenario. It could turn into carelessness almost. Yeah. True. Oh, well, uh, I don't know, it'd be a toss-up between Barb's and Colin. Um, okay. For for the sake of giving you an answer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Barb's. He's gonna win. Oh man, Alex, oh, making it to yeah. the end. Congratulations, man. Right on. Congrats. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, so at the end, we nice. uh, we just do like we just do some like recommendation stuff. Sick. Uh, so first off, if you have any. Uh, do you have like a like a streaming uh, recommendation? Anything you want it can be a movie, a TV show, whatever. Um, I mean, I'm watching Better Call Saul right now. It's oh, too. wicked nice. awesome show, dude. Wait, what? Where are you? Because I just saw something wild happen before we. I'm started up to date, this, so I just. Oh yeah, saw I'm the caught up. Okay. Episode, yeah. The the kill in uh in episode two of season four, where like Gus uh puts that bag over that dude's head. Oh yeah. 
at that. Yep. That's wild. That's like one of the craziest kills I think I've ever seen. That show's insane, <laughs> man. Like, I mean, I know, like, I know the whole show. Like, I mean, especially Breaking Bad has some pretty crazy scenes. Yeah. But I was just like, what a fucking way to die! Like, that's just so. It was. It was so shocking. Yeah. And I, I was just sitting there like, what the fuck <laughs> happened? That was wild. That's the response I procrastinated right? yeah. watching it for a it, long time because I mean I'm I'm a religious break like I'll rewatch Breaking Bad anytime I think nice. I've, I think I've yeah. rewatched it like like three or four times now and it's like so long it's like the it's longest show oh yeah but, but like, Better Call Saul fantastic I yeah. wanted to rewatch it before the movie came out and then I was like hey like Julia had never seen it and I was like I want to rewatch this thing and it took I'd me like still, two months to convince her you haven't seen the movie it's pretty good no I I'm one of the I'm one of the two people in the world that doesn't have Netflix, so. <laughs> oh, oh, you shit. do not have yeah. Netflix. Wow. That no. is impressive. I won't say I, uh, how Drake I watched told me before things, I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Drake told me, he was like, don't think of it as a movie. Like, think about it as kind of like an extended show. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, an extension of the experience. show for sure. Yeah. Like, it definitely makes it like more enjoyable because it, it, it hits more like an episode rather than like a movie. Nice. But, uh. But yeah, but I, it, it, like Julia didn't want to watch it, and then I finally got her to start watching it, and then she was like, "This is pretty awesome." I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> and then for like the whole season leading up to Hank dying, she was like, "Hank fucking sucks. I hate him." And I was like, "No, no, no, he's cool. You're supposed to start liking him before they shoot him in the face." <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's a yeah. weird show of like you root for the bad guys and like it just gets yeah. you in that way of like you're on the villain side the whole time. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. So uh, yeah, Better Call Saul. Definitely, great show. definitely watch it. Yeah. Hell great yeah. show. Um, I actually had a, a like a separate kind of question that because I don't watch that much TV. Um, so like jokingly, I was gonna be like, what if I just said Family Guy? Like that would be funny. But <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that made me sick, that man. made me think that made me think of because uh, the reason I thought about that too is last night I just had to kill like. 20 minutes and i was like i'll just like put on an episode of family guy whatever and so i was thinking what uh do you guys have like a comfort tv show where you're just like kind of bored or you're in between like real tv shows for like dinner or whatever like do you just have something that you just like flip on real quick that yeah i've seen a million times mine's adventure time because the episodes are 10 minutes nice yeah so like if i'm like making food or something it's like cool that's one episode i'll just throw it on 100 percent i need to watch adventure time I will gladly rewatch anything. Like I'll, yep. I'll I will re- like I'll I'll put on a movie if I've got 15 minutes to kill. I'm just like, yeah, I'll just watch this one scene from this one random movie. You just watch but, movies I mean, like, in parts like that, you madman. I have, yeah. I do it. I do it sometimes. I mean, that would drive I also, me up the wall. I used to accidentally <laughs> yeah. do it all the time. I'll do it like just because I know the entire plot of the movie and I want to see like the best scene. Like I won't do <laughs> right. it for like a movie I've never seen. I won't do that ever. Okay, I, like, that's in- Never yeah. with a new movie, no. <laughs> but I mean, like I've okay. blown through so many short series, like like Adventure Time. Like I was watching uh, Mike Tyson Mystery Team, yeah, or Mike Tyson Mysteries, I think. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. show, and that's like a ten yeah. minute episode kind of thing. Just a too. ridiculous yeah. show. Oh, I love it. So I ridiculous. love that show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you do you have a, a streaming one there, Craig, or you want to move on to um, part two? A stream. I did. I did have one. I was thinking about it earlier today. Um, 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 I might just panic and pick something else. Um, I watched panic, Forrest panic. Gump the other day for like the millionth nice. time. 
Um, <laughs> I don't like really a know if that's a hour movie, man. suggestion. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a, yeah. Oh yeah. I just put it on. I was, I was, you know, cleaning up my house. I was, I my the whole idea <laughs> was to just put something on that I could like, I could be cleaning and like, I'll hear the movie and I can, it'll just show up in my brain. I'm basically And you'll know what's it. happening. Okay. I get that. Yeah. yeah. So I put that on, but like I had watched Benjamin Button the night before and I was okay. like, Oh, that movie gives me mad feels, man. There's lots of like I'm I'm one I'm a notorious movie crier. If I've seen it at the like, you know, when the powerful scenes happen, you know, I'm not gonna hold it in. And uh, <laughs> and then I was like I was like, man, I'm just gonna put on Forrest Gump because I know it. I've seen it a million times, and I can just casually watch this movie. And then of course the fucking scene where Forrest loses Jenny happens. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing <laughs> dishes, man, and like all of a sudden I'm ugly crying for like half a second. <laughs> Half a second. I was just, I was just cleaning. It's just like, it's like, and he's so smart, Jenny. And I just went like, like I just had oh, the fa- no. the face, like my face twitched into the ugly cry face for a second. I was like, fuck, that hurt me. It hurt. Oh me. my god. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess my suggestion is to watch Forrest Gump and get your get your heart broken again. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. it'll definitely do the job for sure. It will happen yeah, for sure. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and what's your what's your album recommendation or albums aside from your own, which is out April tenth? April tenth, Friday on all platforms. Hopefully, it's up there. I submitted it later than planned. But, um, <laughs> good old that's what good old Bandcamp is for, right? Toss her up there. Exactly. Things don't exactly. work out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of weird stuff, um, or at least not stuff I normally listen to, like. I only listen to Bring Me the Horizon for a week. Nice. Straight. Like, new stuff, old stuff, whatever. Like, I like their stuff, but I've never been, like, an ultra fan. And, like, I listened to it, and I was like, oh, I got some jams. And, like, their new stuff's really cool, too. So it was just uh, the whatever, what's their most recent ammo? It's their most recent album. That one's cool. It's got some jams on it. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Cool. So bring bring me the horizon. We're, that's yeah. that's a first. It's a first. We go. So we're going emo deathcore. You know. That's a hell first. yeah. We are. <laughs> I still gotta think. I still gotta think. I'm going through my Spotify right now. What I've been listening because okay. today today was an unusual day where I was actually listening to a bunch of stuff. Like yeah. I just I just put out um, the 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 London. Uh, oh playlist. my god! Why can't I speak right now? The playlist. Thank you, dear lord. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. I put out a playlist of all London artists, so I was just listening to all London bands today, which was amazing, because, I mean, it's it's weird how seldom I do that. Like, I'll listen to, like, one, like, I'll listen to, like, Lost Arts for, like, 25 minutes or whatever. I'll listen to the EP twice, you know, or, like, or Cake Face I'll listen to, you know? Oh, it happens, oh, so you know? I'll you. pick, like, an yeah, artist, and I'll listen, I'll listen to, like, all their stuff a few times in a row or whatever, and that's, but that's it. But I listen to, like, all kinds of uh, bands today. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's my, that's my recommendation. Go check out my playlist, Selfless. Selfless <laughs> promo because it's it's every playlist. band. It's not even. It's, not, it's like, not that. Check out my it's playlist. Not that selfless. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know. Check out all the bands. It's got Falsifier and Tyler Jeffelis. You know, it's there a very diverse go. playlist. Yeah. Nice. I did like a very similar one like two weeks uh, before you, but you you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. Steamroll <laughs> my playlist. I'm, pre- right, I'm pretty. I'm pretty See, sure. One, I'm pretty sure. Whichever one gets Everybody's more done it. Yeah. Oh, everyone's done it. <laughs> Everyone's done it. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I didn't have any more like Lost Arts content. And I was like, I guess I'll do this. I guess I'll make Actually, what it was this. was we kept getting tagged in those like collages of like 
support local, but and then you would click on it and it was just like this like black hole of story reposts yeah, and right. like tags. You guys remember that happening for like a week? And I was Those like, this were is fucking kind of like, annoying. Not gonna lie, it was so annoying. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just gonna make a playlist and then yeah. fucking make a post about that playlist and just be like, these are like go. pretty much all of the bands that yeah. you need yeah. to listen to. All of Here the bands. Go. And like the whole the idea was like, just like hit shuffle. And then if you fucking like something, explore that. Cause there was everything on there basically. Are yeah. you more playlist guys playlist. or album guys? I'm more of an album guy for sure. Me too. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I am I'm not well. a big playlist. If I'm turning on a playlist, it's literally to like, quickly like i'm like i want to listen to something totally new For and sure. like the first thing that grabs my attention then i explore that like i'm and not you there jump to that like, yeah. i want to put on this like gr- like rock playlist and then just yeah. whatever happens I'm like, no, something wow me so I can obsess over you for there you go. three weeks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> in, in the same boat. That's how I listen to music. I don't know if that's like a musician yeah. thing too. Like, I feel old I saying I just love listening to albums and like, especially on road trips. That's when like people are like, oh, throw in a place. It's like, no, I want to hear an album. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah, listen sure. to that. I don't want to hear you album. navigate through a bunch yeah. of songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially yeah. if like yeah. some of the songs are garbage or just like don't fit the thing and they're like, oh, just skip it. It's like, Right. Cool. Then I could just randomly pick songs for no reason. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'll like to. I like to do the the this this is playlists. Like I'll do my homework on one artist yeah. all day kind of thing. Yeah. Like I'll put on right. th- this is the band, and you just listen to the band all day because they don't have any yeah. bad songs. You know, right? Like I actually, <laughs> I was listening to the this is collective soul playlist today. Nice, nice. Yeah, because my mom, my mom is a huge fan. I've gone to like a million shows with her because no one wants to go to a collective soul show with her. <laughs> so like I've gone to like Thunder Bay, you know, to go see Collective Soul with my mom. And there you uh, go. Wow. and like the first few times, I won't lie, I was just like kind of it's like I'm doing this for my mom. But now like heavy yeah. comes on and I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, dude. Like fuzzy, like that's a deep cut, and I know every word of it. There you go. Of Collective That's Soul. That's awesome. That's my recommendation. Listen to Dosage by Collective Soul. Fuck it. There you okay. go. <laughs> nice. There you go. Um, I went through a bunch of different ones. Because, um, Craig, I make some notes before we do these things, you know. But Ooh, I know nice. that you're better at just ripping off your head. Oh, um, yeah, I riff. But what I've decided, I've dipped back a little bit. Because there's this one album that I, I love. And it's a few years old. But uh, it's the band is called The Districts, and the album is called A Flourish and a Spoil. And okay. I love that album dearly. Every single song is just so great. You know, they're kind of like an indie rock kind of thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a fucking great album, The Districts. Perfect. Districts. Check it yeah, out. Man, definitely I check will check that, that out also. Fuck yeah, man. It's, it's good from top to bottom, man. There's just like there's not a bad song on it as far as, far as I'm concerned anyway. And it's just like a solid 10-song album, you know? Like, what else could you want? Not long, not short. It's just right yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect, yeah, it's a perfect length. That's all, How do you feel about, uh, if you, like, what's, like, an album length where you see the, the length before you press play and you're like, oh, fuck. Do you ever do that? Once it gets like into, like, the, over like 45 minutes of, like, number yeah. and, like, track list, <laughs> yeah. that's, like, at least to me, like, it makes sense if it's, like, a like a punk band if, like, they're short songs or whatever. Right. But yeah. you get into the like eighteen song albums and like they're all pushing four minutes and it's like oh come on yeah yeah, yeah. you're like there's fourteen songs and it's like an hour two like come on yeah 
shave like four songs off that bitch and make it like 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, the perfect like any, anywhere above an hour, it's like I have to be really into the artist to like. Yeah. Or like I'll hear a single from it. And it's like, oh, this is really awesome. Like I'll check it out. But on a yeah. whim, anything over an hour, I'm going to be like, eh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. what are you yeah. doing for an hour where you're like, I'm going to have to pause this like partway through what I'm doing because like. Well, that's where like road trips come in handy for, like, for at least for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I always listen to that's new true. music in the car. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too for sure. Yeah, that's a good way. Or yeah, at sure. work. I mean, we're like mindlessly coiling pipe. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll listen to every Collective Soul song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, uh, that was like a lot of fun, Mark. Thank you so much for, for doing that. Thanks for having me, guys. For doing this. Yeah, man, of course. I've been like, you've been on my list for so long, and then like I'm on and off with We Should Jam Sometime, and then yeah. me and Craig started doing this, and I was like, oh, finally got a co-host. We should have Mark on. Yeah, I hey, appreciate 100%. it, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man, this is awesome. Can't wait to hear the EP. Um, yeah. For those of you that are listening, it's definitely out now, so go. Yes, go stream. Go, stream. go buy right Tunage. Yeah, you go can buy it. You can buy, stream it. it. I don't, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Right on. Cool, man. Well, we can stop recording, and then we can say goodbye. Sick. Sounds good. So see everybody later. Signing off.